From the KLYT Broadcast Studio, this is ABQ Connect. Your input on today's topic is important to us. Join in the conversation by calling 505-338-5790 or text 505-585-LIVE. ABQ Connect. Well, how about a night of comedy, a free night of comedy? It's happening tonight at Calvary Church. 630 uh, gets underway. The service uh, with special guest Brad Stein. I say service. Uh, I haven't actually seen the agenda for the evening, but Brad Stein's going to bring a full-on presentation of uh, what he does being a funny guy uh, to the uh, Calvary stage tonight. And again, you want to be there by 630. Uh, but if you're not familiar with Brad, he's he's dubbed God's Comic by the New Yorker magazine. He's a, He's been the a comedic trailblazer really of politically incorrect and uh christian and conservative comedy uh for quite some time so don't don't miss that and he's done a little bit of acting i don't know if he'll talk about that at all but uh yeah a multi-talented guy he might even play the spoons who knows uh but no listen you don't want to miss brad stein tonight at calvary church details at calvarynm.church it's been a great lineup of guests uh we had chuck gerard here uh, he's the uh, a founding member of the uh, Christian Trailblazing Group uh, Love Song, who really uh, was at the very beginning of the contemporary Christian music movement back in the in the Jesus Revolution or the Jesus Movement. Uh, and uh, if you missed that, you can go uh, find the archive at calvarynm.church. Um, uh, the discussion he had with Skip and some of the music he shared. Dennis Agajanian was just here this last weekend. What a great time we had with Dennis. Uh, Allison Allen here just last night for Sheology's Winter Gala. Uh, and then, of course, Brad Stein tonight. Next week, Wednesday night, another uh, free concert uh, during the midweek service at Calvary Church. Uh, a dear friend to this ministry and, and this community in the state, really, uh, Fernando Ortega and uh, Rodrigo Rodriguez will uh, provide a, a free concert on Wednesday, December 13th. Uh, Fernando, you, you probably know he's a noted vocalist known for his interpretations of traditional hymns, praise songs, worship music, uh, and original, a lot of great original music. Rodrigo is an accomplished classical guitarist, so you don't want to miss that. Uh, and then uh, a ticketed event coming up next Friday night, a week from um, this Friday is Chris Tomlin in concert in the main sanctuary at Calvary Church, Osuna West of Jefferson, Friday night, December 15th at seven o'clock. All of these uh, events and details that are still coming, you'll find at calvarynm.church. Uh, tomorrow on the show, we'll uh, give you some information about the Calvary Toy Shop and how you can be uh, giving to um, you know many of these families that benefited from the Thanksgiving pickup party uh, just a couple weeks ago. So we'll have details with uh, Coy. He'll come in studio and, and let us know more about that tomorrow on ABQ Connect. Now, today, there we go. House cleaning's done, Carla. So Good job. You got it done. <laughs> <laughs> you have to inform the people. That's right. And that's what you and I are doing. That's why well, we're you, here. That's what you're doing. Oh, well. I get I get to represent the people who are like, no, what? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Say what? And you've got some great information for us. Uh, kind of uh, for those who are listening and, and thinking maybe they may not be able to stay with us. Um, uh, I'm going to throw the tease to you. Tell people 
why not to to tune out uh, in this hour uh, because we have you know kind of tease some of the information on the way. Well, we've got some amazing things happening, and you know, New Mexico is waking up, and good things are happening. We've got so much good news to share today. You're not going to want to miss it because sometimes we don't have all this kind of good it's true. news. It's true. Yeah. Um. And uh. Um. Well, actually, let's let's jump right in now. When you came in, uh, you know, we always uh, I always say some of the best discussions we have, and we should just you know not even talk until we get on the air. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> but you know, I uh, being transparent, I did go vote, and not intentionally, but I kind of shamed some friends and family uh, who did not go vote in this last election. Um, and I don't know if I told you this last time or not. Carla, I mean, listen, as far as time for the time you need to go vote, uh, and this is probably, you know, save uh, presidential uh, or midterm elections. Uh, this is a kind of a normal timing thing. I left my desk at work, Carla, and and within 30 minutes, I was back at my desk. So that means I left here, got in my car, went to the polls, voted. Oh, wow. Yeah. And got, you know, within 30 minutes. And that's what people need to realize. It's quick. I think sometimes people don't vote because they don't know who to vote for. Yeah. But we've got resources to help you with that because we know it's difficult. We know it can be challenging to be on top of all the races, but that's part of what we do for our people. Yeah. And uh, they'll find information uh, in both on both sides. Yes. Okay. So it, you can go to uh, NMBiz, that's N-M-B-I-Z, Coalition dot org uh that's for the new mexico business coalition uh and you can also go to better together new mexico.org you have to spell it all out on that one yes uh, better together new mexico.org and uh you'll see the the zia on new mexico's flag waving on the home page there <laughs> that's right uh and uh, you'll find uh, all you know there's the take action uh tab on there um, we, we go back to last year's issue with not my kid petitions. Yes. Which is still ongoing. And and maybe, you know, given time today, maybe we'll, we'll remind people in more detail. Um, uh, so there's, there's plenty for you to do, uh, on, uh, uh either website, really better together, org or NMBIZ org. All right. So where do we start today? Are the elections? Yeah, let's start with some really good news. We had our local elections, and you know, a lot of times in these uh, locals, and we're talking this time was city council primarily around the state, different jurisdictions. We had water boards, school boards. Um, we had some really surprising wins. And, and those are so, those, we, we talked about it when they were coming up. Uh, I think some people are like, yeah, school board, eh. Yeah. Uh, these are important elections, uh, not only because of what they're going to be elected to do, but many people, this is a, a, a first dip into politics right. and representation. Uh, and once, you know, once they get the steam rolling, uh, sometimes uh, they move on to, you know, what some would call, quote unquote, bigger offices. That's right. That's exactly right. But That's, there's good news. It is. Um, now, the school board's. In Albuquerque, Las Cruces, those were disappointing. We did not, we didn't win what we had hoped we were going to win, and we lost uh, some good people. So we've got some work to do on school boards. Our city councils were 
pretty phenomenal. Now, on the school boards, it wasn't bad news across the board. There were some uh, counties throughout and jurisdictions that did really well with their school boards. Albuquerque and Las Cruces need to do better. So, What do you attribute that to? Just... Uh, empathy or, uh, or not empathy, but apathy? no, a lot of it has to do with the influence of the teachers union. They were supporting candidates that um, we don't believe are best for our children mm-hmm. and they are very influential. And so we learned a lot in these races and I think we'll do much better the next time we have school boards up because we've got to get better people in there that understand parents' rights, that understand what's healthy for a child to be exposed to and what is not healthy. Yeah. And uh, that's not who we elected in some jurisdictions. In some, we did. Some really beefed up their school boards around the state, which was good. Um, But the good news in Albuquerque and Las Cruces, we had some profound impacts on those city council races that are going to make a huge difference for these cities. And we are absolutely elated about that. And I think that listeners should be excited because it means that people are starting to really pay attention to what matters. And honestly, more people are impacted by city council than school boards. So I think that's where there wasn't quite the interest we will do a better job of telling people why that school board is so critical. Well, you know, even if you don't have kids attending school, um, you are putting people in position that are raising up tomorrow's leaders. Exactly. Um, and it, and it, it does affect you. If you're planning on, you know, I don't plan on, I don't have any plans to leave New Mexico. Right. Um, and and uh, how, you know, we're building our future. Uh, yes. And so it is important uh, whether you think it is or not. But, yeah, when it when it does come back up, we'll have to revisit that. Can you go into any more specifics about, uh, uh, you know, those races and, and who and, and why and, yes. uh, and yes. what, what we expect? So in Albuquerque, we'll start there. Uh, there was the reelection of Brooke Basson, who has been very good for the city. Um, she had a couple of missteps early on, but corrected those. And, you know, I think that's the the place of a good leader when they recognize that maybe they weren't making the right decision for the city and they're willing and able to admit that and retrack where they're going. So Brooke Basson got reelected and then we had a race to replace a longtime city councilor, Trudy Jones, and Dan Champagne won that race. Dan uh, is a former police officer. He is going to be really good on safety. And so now we have a group within city council that I believe are really going to focus on safety within the city and getting the crime under control. So yeah, we are huh. thrilled about that. You know, basically, I'm, I'm sure you probably saw the headlines. I did. Uh, our, our nation's FBI, you know, director, uh, basically, uh, telling Americans head on a swivel, there's blinking lights everywhere I look, uh, and, uh, uh, everyone should be on alert and, and to have someone uh, get into office, uh, that has, you know, the mindset of security and safety and, and law enforcement, uh, that's refreshing. It really is. And I think that we're going to see a difference in a lot of ways. Now, the other thing, uh, we'll get back to Las Cruces in a second, but the other thing that just happened uh, in Albuquerque 
Monday night, the city council, the existing city council voted to override a mayor's veto on an initiative that they took. It had to do with air quality. Yeah, I heard this just like what, two days ago. Yeah, Monday yeah. night. And, yeah. you know, hallelujah, <laughs> because what the city council had passed is really good measures to improve our air quality boards. And then it was, ve- it was vetoed. It was vetoed by the mayor. And then the council basically said, oh, no, you didn't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so we were just amazed that that happened and so happy to see our city council come together and realize the work that they had put in place yeah. was really good and valuable. And so they said no to the mayor. So Now, I did see that. And again, back to transparency, I've been busy and, and kind of disconnected. Uh, Tell us in in more detail uh, why this was a good thing. Well, the existing board often takes, well, first of all, it's political appointees that have an agenda. The new makeup of the board is going to be less so that way, Uh more focused on their job. They will still be focused on air quality, which we all want and need. We all want to breathe clean air, um, but there's checks and balances. So if the air quality board does something that is not going to work uh, because it's going to limit the ability of business to continue to thrive in our city, the city council is the check on that. And they can say, back up the bus and take another look at this. Yeah. We're not going to allow that decision to stand. We have had no checks and balances with our air board before, and that's good for the people in the city in all regards. Uh, they're also going to try to do this as a joint measure with the county. And, you know, the city sits inside the county. It's the largest in the state. We need that cooperation. So what the city council proposed to begin with was brilliant and we're glad to see it's going to happen and go into fruition. Okay. Not that related, but I'm going to ask because it came to mind. And again, Steve's really disconnected. I don't, well, I have a fireplace, but I don't use it. Do, they, do we even still do burn and non-burn days as far as air quality? You know, that's a good question because I've got one that's uh, <laughs> gas. Um, but I believe that we do. I just don't think that we have hit any uh, critical mass of okay. problem yet. Okay. So we haven't heard so things that. Are, so things maybe they, they've gotten better since those days. Yeah. And most of the people now that are burning pellets or wood, they're yeah. getting the clean burning. Mm-hmm. And so we're probably not going to have as many problems because nice. we have had cold weather. People are burning. Yeah. We're just doing it more efficiently and we're taking care of the air. We don't like, we just snuggle. We don't have the fireplace. Ah, that's what we need to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, with each other or a, a blanket. Yeah. You know. One way or another, we, we keep warm, which, by the way, uh, you know, you can't uh, see or hear uh, climate in the studio. It is a meat locker in here today. So we'll get, we got to work on that. Sorry, Carla. Actually, I love it. So no complaints <laughs> on this end. OK, now uh, uh, that's uh, uh, Albuquerque and Bernalillo County uh, elections. Uh, you mentioned Las Cruces. We're going to take a quick break uh, and then we'll kind of recap what happened in the elections uh, down in Las Cruces and uh and more including opportunities you know we're past giving tuesday uh but yeah more opportunity for you to give uh towards the work that's being done uh through uh, better together new mexico and new mexico business coalition we'll get to that after the break on abq connect hey it is christmas season and all kinds of free events happening we want to let you know about 
uh, including Journey to Jesus on December 16th in the extreme South Valley. Actually, one of my favorite parts of the South, you know, when it gets out, I went to high school in a smaller town, kind of like Berlin or Los Lunas, but uh, uh, California version of it. Uh, and, you know, just being kind of out in the rural parts of uh, the metropolis, you know, you go south on 2nd Street, uh, go five miles south of Rio Bravo, which if you know the city, that puts you in the boonies kind of. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it's it's really, it puts you just north of I-25 where it heads east-west to go over the river. Uh, but that's where the secret sanctuary is uh, and where the Journey to Jesus event will be happening Saturday night, December 16th, 6 p.m., free event, family-friendly, live nativity, hot chocolate, pozole, and it's sponsored by New Beginnings Church and Under His Construction. Uh, they've put the details at underhisconstruction.org. The other event is uh, not out in the boonies. Uh, uh, there's nothing wrong with going to the boonies, by the way. Uh, it's it, it's a nice uh, drive with the family. But in town, the miracle of Christmas is happening this weekend, Friday and Saturday, just a couple days away uh, at Hoffman Town Church, Hop, uh, Harper and Ventura at 630 both nights. Uh, and they'll have the, uh, the Hoffman town choir, the worship choir and orchestra performing old and new Christmas songs. They have a nativity gallery, uh, for refreshments before each performance. And that's another free event. That's a family friendly event. You'll find the details at hoffmantownchurch.org. Of course, I've mentioned the uh, different things happening at Calvary church, uh, including, uh, the Christmas Eve and Christmas services or Christmas time services, uh, go to calvarynm.church for details on that as well. By the way, uh, Merry Christmas, Carla. Oh, Merry Christmas. How's your uh, how's your shopping going? You know, we went to uh, Arizona for yeah. Thanksgiving and just went crazy shopping because we didn't have anything better to do. I'm not a shopper. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I had a blast and I knocked a bunch of my list off and so i'm doing pretty good this yeah, year you know we have a big family and, we, and you know in years past as many as 30 people we've hosted you know for things wow. that's family just family wow uh and this year we were down to four of us uh just you know you know a growing family and get in-laws and yeah you know uh there and and we were just you know what we went to an italian restaurant <laughs> and uh and two two of us got turkey uh, and I'll, you know, and ju- go, I'm going to tell people in advance, judge me all you want. I had veal Parmesan, uh, for, for, for things. And it was delicious by the way. Uh, so, uh, so there's that. Uh, but then, you know, the next day we went to the store and, and got the frozen turkey breast, uh, uh-huh. and fixings. So that week we made, you know, I, I had turkey, um, but, uh, yeah, I, and I've done no Christmas shopping yet. So, oh. Yeah. Well, we did a cheater meal for Thanksgiving and we bought from Black Angus. They had it to go. Yeah. We actually drove to Arizona to be with our son on Thanksgiving Day. He picked up the meal and man, I think it was one of my best Thanksgiving. Yeah, you know, the, the whole restaurant thing is a, is a nice option. You know, there's not the cooking, the cleaning. Yeah, you got to, you know, have the garbage bag ready to receive <laughs> your. <laughs> it was nice. It and was no leftovers. So. Oh, Tons. It was just a yeah. wonderful meal. We had a great time. Good. Well, listen, if you tuned in uh, just now, uh, this full hour dedicated to uh, time spent with Carla Sontag from the New Mexico Business Coalition, we started uh, with the results from the last election, talking about what's happened uh, really up here in central New Mexico, uh, 
uh, more specifically Albuquerque, Bernalillo County. Uh, but you have news from Las Cruces as far as recapping the last election. Yeah, absolutely phenomenal. And I think the uh, community is still doing the happy dance over what happened. So let me first clarify that I'm going to talk about a situation with progressives. When I talk about progressives, I'm talking about progressives. I am not talking about Democrats or Republicans. I'm talking about a group of people that have a very different kind of agenda, and that agenda is to grow government dependence. So it's kind of against everything that we believe in and we work for, and that's kind of the battle that was playing out in Las Cruces. So Las Cruces City Council voted in a measure a few years ago called ranked choice voting. So on any city election, anybody can run. They run as nonpartisan, so they don't declare their party, although you know which party they're with. But they run and you go to the polls and vote and you have to rank them in the order that you want them. If you don't rank all of them and your candidate is not selected, then your vote gets thrown out in subsequent rankings. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah, so we had, for the mayor's race, seven people running for mayor. I smell an agenda. Yeah, it is it is a big agenda. And I'll tell you, nationwide, people are really fighting this whole ranked choice voting. They sell it to you saying that, you know, you don't have runoffs. So because in Albuquerque right now, we have a runoff election going on right now that we'll talk about. You could say, okay, 90% of the people put candidate A. Yes. On their list. And they're like, I don't want anyone else. I just candidate candidate A. That's right. Uh, or they put candidate A, B, C, D, and they didn't even maybe realize or remember or they knew nothing about, you know, for whatever reason, 90% of the people that could put candidate A is number one. Yes. Uh, but if they don't complete it, their votes tossed out. That's right. And, and then, and then, as, and then I'm, and I interrupted you, forgive me. Uh, but it progresses from there to another, it, it does get to an, uh, a traditional election, but basically people are booted off the ballot uh, as you go along. Right. It's a, it's done electronically. And so they'll do the first tally. What they're looking for is a majority, 51%. If they don't get 51%, then they take off the least votes and redistribute the rest of your votes according to who is left on the ballot. Well, that's where if you didn't fill in for the rest of your ballot, you're out. Your vote didn't count. We had 400 people in Las Cruces that only voted for a single candidate. But here's the good news. There's a lot of people that don't like ranked choice voting because of that. They think people should have a right to vote for who they want and let it be. Um, But that's not what we're dealing with. So if you're dealing with a certain thing, you need to understand the rules yeah, and you need to figure out how to play by those rules so that you can win. And that's what we did. I went to an expert on this and I said, what's the strategy here? How do we do this? And he gave us the strategy. And what we did was we don't endorse candidates, mm-hmm. but for the public in Las Cruces, we said, this is what your leadership in your community. This was not the opinion of Better Together. We brought together the leadership in Las Cruces and said, how should we rank these people? They went through it. I, they sent it all to me. I put it together for them and said, here's what you decided. All of our leadership, all of the business community put out that decision. 
And because of that, we had people writing to us saying, I wasn't going to vote because I didn't understand how to do this. Right. Thank you for the help. Because of that, the candidate that we wanted for mayor, Eric Enriquez, a Democrat who was a former leader in the Doniana County Fire Department, is now the mayor. This man is very reasonable. He's already meeting with the business community. Uh, he is going to be so beneficial for that community, and everybody is thrilled. Um, thank you for the work there to educate the voter. Mm. Uh, yeah, when you, as you're walking through it, I'm like, man, would it be legal to have an organization, whether it's you know, yours or some other, any you know, or an individual, be at the polls to uh, I, you probably, uh, I'm, I'm, I don't know the, see, I don't know all the rules, but I'm like, you know, j just to educate, you need to realize when you go in to vote today, if you put a single candidate, uh, name, your ballot will be discarded. You, you must take all of the considered candidates and, and put them in the order that you would want them. If you don't include all of them, your vote will be discarded. That's right. And so can, can that, could that happen? Could I someone think that you could do that as long as you stayed with um, outside of the boundary? They usually have a 500 foot boundary or whatever yeah. it is. We didn't have enough people to sit at every location. Right, right. So we did it through email, but it was yeah. very effective. So our, yeah. our leadership put it out well, and business yeah, and then community. Th this is why social media and, and I've said it before. I don't know about on this show, but w when we strategize for social media, you know, OK, likes are nice share, share, yes. share, share, share. That's right. Uh, it's so important. So when you see those articles or emails uh, from the New Mexico Business Coalition or Better Together New Mexico, share, share, share with your circle of influence and help to educate others on these important issues. Yes, absolutely. Give them an opportunity to see the resources because it's important. Um, we turned out more people to vote and had a better outcome. We actually, in Las Cruces, also got elected a person that is a DTS, declined a state. They're not with either party, Republican or Democrat. And that doesn't happen in New Mexico often. I think it's only happened once or twice before where someone that wasn't registered with one of the major parties got elected. And so we got one elected in uh, the city council in Las Cruces. So another big win for that community because who these people were running against were some very far left progressives who again are looking to expand government dependence. These two gentlemen want to see equal opportunities and they want to expand opportunities not to create dependence and that's what we're looking for and and for those that are sitting there going ah, Gary Johnson was elected he was a Republican then uh right he ran as a Republican yes. when he when he ran uh, when he became governor uh so yeah that is unusual it is and but it shows the value of helping people understand how the voting goes how it works especially in a ranked choice voting issue. We did the same thing in Albuquerque. We don't have ranked choice voting up here, thankfully. Yet. Um, but we did put out our recommendations from, again, not from us, but from the leadership that we have encompassed in Albuquerque area. And so we got two great people elected to the city council. So 
we're finding that that more direct communication yeah. is what voters really want. We got so much gratitude for that. Very well, and rightly so. Uh, and, you know, I did want to mention, too, uh, because uh, what did you call it? Ranked choice voting. Ranked vo- choice voting. What ranked choice voting uh, didn't was never on my radar until I saw an interview with Sarah Palin uh, in the last year. And that's, I mean, she was involved in an election in Alaska again in which she, she lost. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it was a, um, say it again, ranked, ranked choice, choice election. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. Uh, voter be not only aware, but educated. Yeah. And that's the thing. The other side, the progressives, they, they want this because there have been better than our side about getting the word out and how to do it. Um, But that's the good news and that's the value of what we're doing with our organizing and our work. Uh, We have understood now the rules of engagement (laughs) and we are engaging and we're engaging voters and it's working and we are getting more of our common sense New Mexicans elected, which is a big hallelujah moment for this state. I think that is what is going to take this state from the bottom where we are in many categories and start moving us up the ladder. That's the goal. Okay. So all the work that's being done at better together, New Mexico, and we're just up against a break, but before we go to a break, I want to make this clear the work being done at better together, New Mexico and, and New Mexico business coalition, uh, which you just described and for which, uh, it seems that the people that received the information you sent showed gratitude, uh, for the education, uh, because of what the results that they saw from it. Yes. Um, uh, this doesn't just happen. And in order to get all of the, and it is work, Carla. Yes, it is. It really yeah, is. I could hear it in your voice. <laughs> oh, it's work. It is work. Um, uh, uh, but you know, it's, it's, uh, it's your gift. It's your uh, gift of love really for this community. Uh, and, and the entire staff, um, at uh, Better Together New Mexico, as well as the New Mexico Business Coalition. Uh, it is a nonprofit organization, and it is not Giving Tuesday, uh, but every 365, uh, <laughs> seven, well, it is seven the days a week, 24. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's there's a place to support this work uh, yes. on both of those websites. Uh, that's uh, uh, Better Together New Mexico uh, org. Right. And nmbiz biz nmbiz coalition.org uh to find out uh, you know how to support them financially and get all these this information we've been talking about the calls to action uh we've had you know we've talked about the referendum issues and yes. not my kid and and uh, much you know much if not all of what we're talking about here you'll find there we're going to take a quick break and come back with more with Carla Sontag from the New Mexico Business Coalition and Better Together New Mexico right after this on ABQ Connect. All right, uh, we've got a couple more segments to to get through here on today's ABQ Connect. And if you uh, just tuned in, uh, we've spent the complete hour thus far visiting with Carla Sontag uh, from the New Mexico Business Coalition and Better Together New Mexico. The websites are uh, nmbiz, B-I-Z, um, coalition.org nmbizcoalition.org and better together new mexico all spelled out.org uh, on the website 
before we jump back into our conversation and an- another event coming up uh, that uh, you may enjoy Friday, December 15th. Uh, now listen, uh, our friends out at East mountain vineyard in Edgewood typically do their free dinner and a movie night the last Friday of the month, but with the holiday, uh, with Christmas, they are moving it this month uh, to Friday, December 15th at 530. And uh, you can come out and enjoy an episode of the popular series, The Chosen, uh, followed by dinner, and it's free. Nice. Uh, yeah, nice date night maybe or family night or what have you. But this month they're showing episode six from season three, uh, Intensity in Tenth City which I think I've seen. I need to go back through season three. Uh, have you watched any of that series? I've seen all of them, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, like uh, season four is imminent, right? Right. It's like just around the corner. So uh, yeah, thanks to our friends at East Mountain Vineyard. You'll find details about that free dinner and a movie night at EMV for East Mountain Vineyard, org. All right. So we've talked about uh, the last election uh, results in Albuquerque and Las Cruces. And, uh, you know, you talked earlier, the, the, you know, the, the beginning of the show, Carla, uh, you teased you know, for people to stay because uh, there's good news. You know, pe- people are waking up. <laughs> yeah, they are. And we're seeing that now in the elections, but we're also seeing it in people engaging in calls to action. Okay. When we send out important issues, we're seeing people still getting signatures on the referendum and more people coming to sign, people in New Mexico are really waking up to what is happening and they're realizing they can impact that. They can make a difference. And I think so many New Mexicans had kind of given up. Yeah, They said, you know, we're at the bottom. Yeah. Well, I, how many people would say, you, we'd all hear them say, excuse me, uh, uh, how many would say, I don't even bother anymore. I don't vote. Yeah. yeah I'm done. Too the, many people. Yeah. But now they're coming out again. There's more yeah. people voting. There's more people engaging. And this is our opportunity, prime opportunity, to really get this state out of the dregs and into the, the stratosphere. And we can do this together. So next year, we've got big elections coming up. We have a state senator. We have three U.S. Congress seats. We have in the New Mexico state legislature, every single representative and every single senator will be up for election. Wow. And there will be other races. Point being, we are going to be pumping out the information to help you. We're not going to tell you how to vote, but we are going to help you understand your choices so that you can make an informed decision. You can feel confident when you go to the polls and we're going to make it easy for you to get there. All right. And again, uh, that information you'll find a few different places, really. It's bettertogethernewmexico.org, nmbizcoalition.org. And by tuning into ABQ Connect uh, once a month to catch up with Carla. Uh, And if you you miss it, uh, we archive it at abqconnect.online. Now, as far as elections go, uh, we we didn't cover the, the runoff. No, this is really important. If you live in Albuquerque in District 6, that's kind of the Knob Hill International District. It's got some weird borders, but it is City Council District 6. There is a runoff. What if you didn't vote uh, in the in the election? You can still vote in the runoff, and okay. you really, really should. Okay. Because the two candidates that are vying for this seat, 
both Democrats, um, very different in their approach to life. And it's going to make a big difference on the city council. So you've got uh, Jeff Hohen, who has a master's degree of public administration. He was hired as the executive director of the Kerry Tingley Hospital Foundation. He worked there for years. And then in 2018, he joined the fight as an executive director against child and family homelessness. He's really been making a difference in that position. He's raised their budget to almost $5 million. Oh, it says he was the executive director of uh, Suidando Los Niños. Uh, isn't that uh, th they purpose to keep uh, siblings together? Yes. Yeah. Um, and to end homelessness for yeah. these children in yeah. particular. So he is very responsible and very responsive. If you need to talk to Jeff, he is open to talking and willing to do that with anyone. He doesn't care who you are. He cares about the city. And that's important. Now, what's a little alarming is his opponent. Her name is Nicole Rogers. Uh, she's got a history that you need to look into. There's a lot of articles that have been written about this, about her history of civil litigation involving debt collection, evictions, property liens. The thing that causes me the most concern, though, she's been running a nonprofit, has not filed appropriate reports, and that nonprofit is not in good standing with the Secretary of State or the Attorney General, and she is still collecting money under it. Now, why do I care? Because I run some nonprofits, and it is critical that you follow the law, that you do the reporting, and you make those reports available to the public so they know how you're spending your money. It's their money that you're spending. So I just think that voters need to be very aware of what is going on in that district yeah, and, and, and get out know, and vote. Uh, I mean, it's, it kind of goes without saying it's prudent to do a background check, essentially, on any candidate. Yes. Uh, if you're going to go, you can go vote. Be aware. Uh, you know, it's not just this isn't high school. It's not just a, a name on a ballot and a popularity contest. It's uh, right. It's it's an important. Uh, they're all important issues uh, if they're on our local ballot. And it's important that we get educated. And a way to do that, again, is to go to these websites. Uh Better yes. Together, New Mexico dot org and nmbizcoalition.org. Uh and uh, uh the so the runoff the election is December twelfth. Uh that's is that a, is that next Tuesday? I believe so, yes. But we've got early voting going on right now, so you can participate, <coughs> you can go in early and vote. That goes through December ninth. Okay. Now, uh, for those that I don't know, I don't know where, uh, even where to go vote, uh, you'll, you'll find help on the websites. Yes. And on the secretary of state's website and the county clerk's website, it's easy to find out. And if you live in that district, you're probably passing signs that say vote here, pull in. It's only going to take a minute or two. Now we recognize you don't have time to do background checks on candidates, but it's important. So we kind of do that for you. Yeah. And we post that information. Again, we're not going to tell you how to vote, but we are going to encourage you to really 
look at this information and digest it because it's important. I mean, you, you're electing somebody that's going to be making decisions for our city. You want to know that they're above board and they're doing the right thing. Yeah. If they're not doing it personally, what will they be doing in government? Yeah. All right. Uh, if you just joined us, so we're in a conversation with Carla Sontag from the New Mexico Business Coalition, Better Together New Mexico. And uh, earlier we talked about uh, uh, all the work they, they that they do and the assistance they get from generous donors uh, who go to their websites at uh, New Mexico Business or NMBIZ, NMBizCoalition.org and better together new mexico.org uh when we come back we're going to talk a little bit more about uh opportunities to give as we head into you know year-end giving and uh, not only that you know when you give it's important you know what it's going towards uh and we're going to let you know uh, uh what carla and the team are looking forward to in 2024 when we come back from the break on abq connect all right. Always have a great time uh, hosting the show and uh, uh, getting educated. Coming up Friday on ABQ Connect, a full hour with Brian Cochran. Uh, Bethany uh, from John Moore Associates is coming along with Brian, and they're going to uh, give us some insight into uh, sharing with youth. You know, we're talking people anywhere from their upper teens to their 30s uh, about uh, wisely in investing or wisely handling the resources God's provided to us. That'll be uh, the full hour uh, for our Friday financial update this Friday on ABQ Connect. Also want to thank a couple of guys, uh, Jared Russell uh, and Tayshaun Begay. Both have taken the time to uh, uh, engineer the show for us uh, daily. Today, uh, Tayshaun helping us out uh, and Tayshaun also providing information that we delivered to you you know, he does uh, research online and finds all these cool things to uh, go and do with your family. One of, one of which, you know, we talked about the different Christmas gatherings. Here's one you can get out uh, the next several weeks. Uh, and I'm thinking kind of a dad son, but that that's, uh, you know, that's probably not okay for me to say this is a dad son thing because it could be a whole family thing. Uh, uh, moms, daughters, uh, uh, the whole family come on out for cars and coffee. Uh, and it's happening in a couple places in Albuquerque. Uh, w- the one location is in the Northeast Heights. It's on Jefferson, uh, not far from us, uh, just up nor- uh, north on Jefferson from um, from Osuna. Uh, it's in the Marketplace Plaza. It's between Masthead um, and Sun on uh, on Jefferson. And the other one is on the west side, uh, McMahon and Unser in the McMahon Marketplace. It's happening. Uh, the The next ones on the schedule are Saturdays, uh, December 9th, 16th, 23rd, and 3rd. The next several four, the next four Saturdays in the Northeast Heights, it'll be at 7:45 uh, when it gets underway, and on the West Side at 9 a.m. I've been to these, and a lot of cool hot rods, and and uh, you'll have maybe a Subaru Club out there, or a Mustang Club, or a Corvette Club, uh, and I mean not not you know just that club. Uh, all three of them could show up uh, if any given weekend and it's no cost to, to, you know, just kind of, uh, uh, walk amongst the, the cool cars. Uh, and you know, uh, it's usually cold that early. So you, you're encouraged to get some coffee, maybe to bring with you, but it's a gathering of automotive enthusiasts from every part of the state 
and it's happening every Saturday morning. They've actually posted their schedule and locations at carsandcoffeeevents.com. So if you're traveling, uh, you could probably find one near you, or if you're listening from somewhere else in the country, carsandcoffeeevents.com. Thanks, Tishan, for getting that information for us. And uh, we're in studio with Carla Suntag. Uh, we've got about uh, four minutes to uh, to cover what we uh, what we previewed, we we would talk about. And Carla, you know, we encourage people to support these nonprofit organizations. Um, Better Together New Mexico and the New Mexico Business Coalition on the websites. Um, and you know, as people consider giving, um, I'm sure they're curious exactly what does that support go towards. Yes. Well, you know, let me tell you. <laughs> First thing that we have coming up is the legislative session that starts in January. It'll be a 30-day session. I can tell you that through our work, we are saving you lots of money because we're stopping new taxes, increased taxes, more regulation. So if you consider how much we save you, and we've got some notes about that on our website, then you could maybe consider giving a portion of that back to continue that work on the legislative fight. The other stuff that we're going to do, we're going to do that candidate information for you. We're going to analyze, interview, and we do surveys with the candidates. We're going to get you all the information that you need because these elections coming up in 2024 are going to have a huge impact on the direction of the state. So one of the things that we vowed from day one we would never take a dollar of taxpayer money. So we don't apply for or accept grants from the government. That is your tax dollars. I think they should go to the common good and not be given to nonprofits. That's just my philosophy. So we don't take that money. We would like to just ask you if you would consider giving us a gift free of from your heart to us would be a blessing and so you know that it's put to work on all of this grassroots work that we're doing on your behalf. You know, uh, some of the other things that happen throughout the year, and we talk about it on this show, are the bash events uh, that, uh, you know, a speaker is present at, present at and uh, great information given there. Um, uh, you know, the ABQ Crime Crisis Bash, a Brighter New Mexico event, uh, the post-legislative bash, uh, legislative advocate training um, and really one of the ones that stands out, I know, is the Heroes Bank. Yes, that one. Do you know we've already got people calling asking to sponsor next year of for the Heroes do. event? It was so touching. If you have not attended or been involved in that event, you really got to do it. We're going to do it in October this year. We'll get you the date and details. But that is something that we would encourage you to attend and support if you can. All right. Well, Carla, we appreciate the time again, uh, not only to come into studio, but throughout the year. I mean, you, when I think about what you and your team do up at the roundhouse for the information and that the, what's made available uh, and the, the ways you've made it easy, uh, you and your team, to make it easy to communicate with our representatives where yes. we stand <clears throat> on these issues. Yes. It's, I mean, and we've literally done it on the air where like within a minute or two, uh, I've communicated uh with the legislator on an issue and uh, of course we a lot of that came up uh, before and after 
the the session last year and uh, uh, the referendum issues that we we continue to and that's that hasn't gone away. No, uh, our calls to action go year round and it takes usually 30 seconds. We've got it programmed to go to those decision makers. It's already written for you. However, we encourage you to change it however yeah. you want. Yeah. Say what you need to say. But know that once you hit send, it goes directly to the decision makers, whether it's one or 200, they're all going to get it. And it takes you seconds. So we will be keeping you informed during the legislative process on a daily basis of what's happening and how you can voice your opinion. All right. Well, Carla, if I haven't said it, I think I have. But if I haven't, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, again, join us tomorrow. We'll hear about opportunities to get toys in the hands of children who may not get one. Uh, if uh, you don't participate. Uh, So listen for details on another opportunity to give during tomorrow's show uh, and much more. It's all coming on ABQ Connect. Again, thanks to our engineers for today, uh, Tayshawn, and uh, look forward to having you tune in tomorrow, one o'clock on ABQ Connect.